Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling, the podcast. Get up out of your chairs. Throw your hands up in the air. Yeah. We're going to talk about wrestling. We're going to talk about Halloween. We're going to talk about how tired we are. It's going to be fun. It's going to be sexy, and it's going to be action-packed, baby. Die, no, my! Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, Dan Black, the funniest podcaster in the motherfucking universe. If you turn off my podcast, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> we don't got Phil today. Uh, 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 Phil's uh, out of commission, so... You know what? I cut the intro a little short because we don't have the full production on it. But also because I'm tired. It's the night after Halloween. I went out. Uh, nasty Newmanhagen in the house. Alex Newman, what up? How about it? We both went out together. And uh, we're feeling it today, many would yeah. say. Many would say we're feeling it. Here's the thing yeah. that you might not know about me, Dan. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't drink often. I don't drink? I don't. Was that? <laughs> Wet ass it's, pussy. That's a <laughs> yeah. That was wet ass. Wet ass. That pussy. was a uh, wap. That was wap. Wap. Um, I don't drink often. I have maybe five drinks a year, tops. Um, really? Yeah, I I prefer to smoke weed instead. Wow, you're fi- what are you are you straight edge? I'm straight edge. <laughs> I'm straight edge. I just smoke weed. Um, no, well, you're straight edge. You're like CM Punk straight edge, or you're like this straight. edge? I think you know me. Straight. I'm straight edge, dude. <laughs> We all know yeah. how not gay edges. I'm not. Sh- <laughs> I'm not so straight. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not straight edge. I am straight edge, dude. Yeah, not straight edge. I'm straight edge. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. And so last night, that's, uh, that was your Halloween costume last night, right? Straight you edge. Sh- you were straight edge. Yeah, because there's gay edge. Right. Who is Adam Copeland? Right. And then <laughs> yeah. I was straight edge. Yeah, you were edge, but straight. Yeah. There needs to be more straight representation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Frankly, agree. I'm glad that we're, uh, you know, breaking walls down um, here, you know? But I don't know if you could, uh, I don't know if you can tell yeah. by the timbre of my voice, my the timbre of my voice. The, the Jeffrey timbre. The Jeffrey timbre. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but last night I had f- five Trulies. Uh, shot of moonshine. Oh, good for you. It was not good for me. Yeah. Yeah, some I, guy was making us drink moonshine. Yeah. Uh, and Who you almost fought or you wanted to fight. We don't have to get into why. But then you, you turned to me and yeah. you told me why. And I'm like, I'm the wrong person to talk to about this because, like, let's just go do it. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. It, it wasn't a fight thing per se, it was more of a. Uh, uh, I was, um, uh, you know, I was at this party, and and uh, with a special lady friend, and this guy was pulling the thing like he was like pushing the moonshine on her, you know, which was fine, but then he was also like sometimes putting his arm on her shoulder and stuff like weirdly, and it was like, all right, now you're forcing a woman to have alcohol who's here with a date. Very mm-hmm. clearly. And then also, and it's like, hey, <laughs> I'm jacked up, bro. Watch it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't know if you I don't know if you could tell through these hammer pants. Uh, but. Yeah. I mean, it's yo, bro. It's hammer time. 
All right. <laughs> and this is my date. Uh, you can't touch this. It was almost okay? hammered. It was almost hammer time. It was almost and he has no time. idea. Yeah. This guy had no idea. Like he was moonshine like, was maybe great. Though. He thought that maybe like if he did it long enough, maybe I would quit. And I was like, listen, bro, I'm way too legit to quit. <laughs> and uh, when it comes out to my girl, you can't touch this. So, look. We're having fun. You we gave are, him a right? hunch. You gave him a hunch, and he, he went hunch. away. Well, I was I had the MC Hammerstein <laughs> ballroom costume on because right. I had my Jewish star on. So I was a Jewish MC Hammer, and then um, I that was a nice detail I had going because it was I was like, listen, this is not the most original costume in the world. I got it out of a bag. In fact, there, there was, was another another MC Hammer <laughs> at the party. <laughs> uh, yeah. And we, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is this an original costume? No. Not only is it so unoriginal, yeah. but there was literally another one there. <laughs> yeah, there was another one there. But the way I made it my own was not only with the Jewish star necklace. Right. But was with, I got a fake $100 bills. And so I was just recklessly spending money all night. Right. And so I was just slipping people hunches. Just for like, I'd be like, yo, I really, I'm not hearing what you're saying in this. Con I go up to a conversation and just be like, I don't know what you guys are saying, but like, it's really great work here. I, I have a hunch for the both of you guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just giving people hundreds, you know? Oh, my God. And then sometimes I was taking the hundreds away if I didn't like, you know, your attitude. <laughs> right. Um, and I thought that was, an, I, to, frankly, I thought that was a nice touch by me. And um, uh, we had fun. We had a great time. No wrestling costumes at the party, I don't think. I don't think no. anyone... We didn't see anyone. No, uh, no Dean Ambrose. <laughs> didn't see it. What, what are easy wrestling costumes? Like, Ambrose oh. is like a mad easy one or something. Ambrose. I think there's like a version of The Undertaker that would be easy. Right. Um, Stone Cold's easy. The Rock yeah. was there. We saw The Rock. We did oh, The one. Rock was there. You're right. With the black uh, turtleneck and the chain. Right. That right. Rock. Right. Fanny Pack Rock. Right. <laughs> There's always one of those too. That's great. The Rock's so big that he has a costume from one photo he took. <laughs> right? That's how famous The Rock is. It's because it's an epic, well, it was groundbreaking, an epic, groundbreaking, absolutely, uh, 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 un un huge unbelievable, huge. Teamwork. It was a monumental picture that he took. Grind set. You know, The Rock, one of my least favorite guests on this podcast. I'll be honest. Wow, that's saying something. You know, You've had literally on. insane people on this show. <laughs> I, I prefer Alex Jones. I prefer Alex <laughs> Jones. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. Support this podcast over there. Get access to our bonus episodes. We have the Cow Dune episode that came out. Um, and Newman couldn't make it to our recording time. Uh, I had to switch it around due to uh, Halloween events. But Newman, how many moves out of five would you have given Cow uh, Dune in, in, in the Cow Movie Club? It's an easy five. Shock the system. A five move movie. Aaron also gave it five moves, so uh, yeah. you can listen to our, our conversation. What did you give it? it? Four? Because of Shamalai? Well, I, I, I gave it a four five because uh, 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 the, the lack of Batista. Oh, yeah. I was going to say more Batista is I my only criticism. more Batista. I needed more Batista. You know? The guy's yeah. a good actor, man. Like, good for him. Like, he's, like, really kind of, like, uh, figuring this shit out and, like, doing things that actors are supposed to do and so many big actors don't, which is, like, just making little choices, even facial expressions, or, like, you can just tell that he's actually thinking about the work that he's doing, which is cool. Right. 
but he has some nice fun moments in there. But you can listen to that episode and um, also uh, join the Patreon, get access to the Discord server. You can write us questions. I'm going to go through some of your guys' questions here today. Looks like we got uh, we got. Oh, we didn't get the yeah yeah yeah. Okay, I just have to look at the date. But we got we got some good questions here already. Um, and uh, yeah, also no. The, the uh, this is what I meant to say. Fuck me, I, yo. This is out, out of it. This is a, a really huge announcement. Um, we're so hungover here. It is what it is. And um, DZ and friends, I will be performing a show in New York City the weekend before Thanksgiving, Sunday after Survivor Series at the Improv Asylum. Tickets are on sale right now at asylumnyc.com. I believe is their website. Uh, but you can also the link is in uh, my bio at Dan Black Attack. You get access to uh, me and Dolph Ziggler doing a show, and I have, will have the cow title on the line. Huge announcement coming this week about who I'll be wrestling. Been thinking a lot about it. They've been thinking a lot about what you guys have been saying to me, you know, about my last performance with the, uh, 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 defending the cow title. But there will be a cow title match um, in New York City, so um, I'm hoping to. Uh, I'm hoping to see some of you guys there come take pics with the champ. You know what I'm saying? Ticks on sale now. Uh, this VIP meet and greet with Ziggler. You can come and take a picture with Dolph Ziggler. It's after Survivor Series. So you're going in the Barclay scene Survivor Series. It's uh, You just get in the A train, come right to uh, the old UCB space. And it's uh, I'll be defending the title where I uh, won the title off of Letterman. So should be a good time. Have some funny uh, stand-up comedy. It's going to be very fun. Have a bunch of special guests. Uh, I already know uh, another wrestler who's going to be coming. That's going to be fucking good. So it's going to be a great time. Uh, that's November 21st. At, uh, uh, it's basically at 1130, like after, you know, Survivor Series. If you go to the event or you just want to come hang. All right. Anyway, make sure to get that, go to that. Check that out. All right. I mean, where to begin? It's weird because, like, Halloween kind of, like, um... Uh, it kind of uh, 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 uh like uh, fuck with my brain here, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> like it feels like dynamite. The dynamite I watched was two weeks ago dynamite, but it's yeah current dynamite. Literally, plus yeah. the Saturday switch was you know changed it up. But let's talk about what I want to talk about is um. Uh, I want to start with this Cody promo from dynamite because okay. I thought it was excellent. Um, I thought Cody cut a really great promo. And I, I think people have been really down on Cody Rhodes as of late. He's getting that heel heat, you know? Mm-hmm. But I did think his promo was extremely effective on pulling the, hey, everybody, like, but, like I created this place. You know what I mean? Like, let's not forget that, essentially. Like, I thought he kinda did a cut of promo. It's like, you can make the argument that Cody is a heel, you know? Right. And that seems to be people's argument now. It's like, yo, sorry, like, you think you're baby. But I, but I actually think that Cody's in more of, like, this more of, like, a Cena spot, uh, which is a good place to be over a Triple H, which seems to be the comparison, right? Because he thought in this promo, and, you know, this is the shit I mark out for, is him being like, I almost did a pedigree. Like, that was part of this promo. Right. Right. Part of this problem, if you had to break it down, and I don't remember it off the top of my head, but like it was, yo, I'm humbled to be here. I'm not even close to like what my dad was, you know, and my brother, you know, like the natural, you know, and he's like, uh, but I always push through and like, you know, I, I, I basically made this company for you guys Then he, you know, was like plug in that he's a family man in there. Right. 
And then uh, uh, he's kind of acknowledging that, like, you guys are, like, trying to push me heel. Like, you know, and that's why I almost did this pedigree here so I could be Triple H. So he's like, am I the Triple H of Dynamite? And he's attacking that head on. And that's the cool shit we get with AEW where it's like the elephant in the room is addressed because there's less of the the beauty of – we've talked about this a million times, but like the WWE has like its own universe. It's literally called the WWE universe, and it's a little bit more of a fantasy realm where these wrestlers play, right? right. And then AEW feels like a place where fighting is done in wrestling form or, or something. Right. You know? Where and, they settle, when they settle things in the ring, they settle in the ring. <laughs> what are we doing when we settle in the ring? Kurt Angle. Yeah. Here we do it. We. I wish. I, do I have that floor? Right here. Well, we settle things in the ring. We settle things in the ring. <laughs> Kurt Angle has no brain cells <laughs> left. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost funny. Um, let me, let's see if I have that. That'd be fun to find that. I love comic books. Comic books. I love comic books. I love comic books. Um, <laughs> that one I got. <laughs> this is worth looking for if we could find this Angle flub. I think I do have it. That's. Just, oh, I can't can't get to it right I now. I think as he says, like, when we settle around yeah, here, yeah. when we settle things in the ring, we settle them in the yeah, ring. Yeah, I can't get it. Yeah, but <laughs> around here, we settle in the ring, we settle it in the ring. All right? <laughs> around here, when we, sit, when we settle things in the ring, we settle it in the ring. All right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's just funny, because Kurt Eglis always seems so out of it. You yeah. Know? <laughs> anyway, so... Uh, 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 but this Cody promo, he's talking about being Triple H, but it is interesting because I do think like, he's like, oh, if I hit him with that pedigree, I guess he was kind of saying like, that shows all of you that I am Triple H. Like I'm booking myself to get over and I'm abusing my power that I have here. And he was talking about like putting himself in the title picture. Like I could just go because he's kind of acknowledging, which I think is really smart. He's planting the seeds of like, if I go heel, then, you know, I'm tossing the fact that I can't be champion out the window. Right, 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 right. right. And he's like, no, I'm still going towards the light here. And I feel like that is that Cena-esque role where to Cody's credit for me, I still see him more as Cena than Triple H. Because once you go Triple H, it's dangerous. Then it starts being like you're like really burying other guys, and right, you know what I mean. Like that. That I'm just talking in terms of reputation. Whereas like Cena, people said he buried people, but ultimately his reputation is pretty solid overall. It's like you know he's still a, a you know a company guy and earned his spot yeah. and his keep. You know he jobbed to Kevin Owens. On yeah, his he took debut. a lot, a lot of know. L's, and like him. This Malachi, it was like, that was a good win for Cody. Like, he still can't, he can't, like, just eat all shit to Malachi. And plus, Malachi needs to have a big pin. And that was a big pin for him. And he's still feuding with him. And he also made those great points about how, like, it's not been about, like, L's and W's. Like, I take, I'll eat pins to get for the greater good of my cause, you know? Right, right. So the booking there was really solid, I think. All of it, all, all the way around, you know? But I thought Cody captivated. I do think it's like, let's not write him out. The guy had a kid. He cut this good promo, and he's saying how, uh, uh, you know, the easy way out is to go heal. I think that's kind of like what his uh, initiative is. And now I'm interestedly back. I'm back in interested in Cody, to be honest, personally. Yeah, I mean, he... Um, I don't know that I'm back being interested in Cody, but um, I do think this is really good work. That he's doing. And it just speaks, though, to overall AEW being the shit 
uh, yeah, like I think there is. They, they guess the kind of. <laughs> I guess kind of the well, I, I think they were setting up for a, the four way match next week. Right? It'll be like El Idolo and Pac and Malachi and Cody. But I do think that I mean, do you think Cody will go heel? And he's kind of like this is a slow turn towards that. Yeah. And I guess isn't wrestling always just a slow <laughs> turn towards uh, your next turn? Right? Yeah, yeah, of... <laughs> and I mean, I think too, it's like in wrestling. There's no reason for him to like try to drive home the fact that he's not going to turn heel, other than to turn heel. Right. It has to just like happen, and when it does, it'll be devastating. They're, they're planting the seeds on that. Like, like you kind of a, a, a really cool move is like now when you really think about it, is if he does a pedigree, we kind of know like oh that he's going heel. Like once we kind of know like Cody is like once he does a pedigree, you know that now he is Triple H. Right, and it probably will do that at some point, you know. Especially yeah. if he continues to get booze, it's like, well, this is what the crowd wants, you know. So, mm-hmm. uh, really, really, really interesting uh, what they're doing there. I really love it. I love all work sh- shoot stuff with Cody. All right, I want to move on to uh, message. I a lot of comments I saw about this about this Ghostbusters Elite match. Okay, which by the way, just undeniably a great time okay it's the main event of dynamite <laughs> it was a five on five halloween match complete spot fest uh everybody in costume but it was a lot of people saying a lot of people saying yo it was pictures of the elite coming out dressed like ghostbusters and mm-hmm. we're like if WWE did this you guys would give them so much shit for it you know yeah, and... probably. <laughs> right. But it's also, I mean, to that, I would say it, it, it would be because WWE doesn't do anything to earn goofy shit like that. They put out nothing but goofy shit. So when somebody's dressed like the fucking Stay Puft Marshmallow, when Sheamus is dressed like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, it's just another thing in the long line of goofy bullshit that they're putting on TV. So... That would be the, I think, my counter argument, where it's like it's a different kind of heat. I, I I would agree. I think that's kind of similar. Which is like, first off, wrestling is wrestling, right? Right. So like, we have to just accept the fact that like wrestling, you're performing to a big, broad live crowd, and there's like that entertainment element of it that like is some of the stuff is going to be like kind of big and broad, you know? And that right. is that works. Like a lot of times, you don't if you don't perform regularly. You don't understand the power of doing stuff that just works, right? Right. Right. Like you're like I'm putting trying to put on a show that pops a crowd, so it's not like a snooze, you know. And you're like, well, when I do this, it works. And then everybody's like, oh, so many super kicks. You're like, yeah, but same way people crowds pop for a super kick, they pop for Canadian destroyers, and they pop for saying bitch, and so right. that's why they never go away, right? right? <laughs> so why don't you guys stop popping for it? Like that was like someone's. Uh, you know, that's like <laughs> it kind of goes back to the Hogan, like, you know, work yourself when a shoot, when a shoot is a work and a work. Yeah, a yeah. Shoot Good morning to all the jabroni marks. <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, yeah, like you all like shit on Goldberg, but then the ratings go up when Goldberg's there. And it's like you guys, it's like, well, you know, uh, 
like they had like a raw where like like you looked at the ratings like Goldberg was there it was significantly higher ratings right. you know and you're kind of like all right like in his segments so you're like all right well people still want to watch him you know excuse me is this the Nielsen Television Rating Company <laughs> oh my god <laughs> hello is this Nielsen yeah yes uh, who are you uh is that a joke no, I, I... I'm William uh, Ezra Goldberg. Oh, my God, Bill Goldberg. Yes, I'm... I'm William Ezra Goldberg, legally. Yeah, yes, it's a very... My dad's middle name is Ira, so I I'm get circum, it. I'm a circumcised man. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, can I help you? You need you me have to a, prove it. No, please don't. No, not by showing it to you. I'm going to put you on the phone with my boil. Oh, okay. No, I mean, no. You want to teleconference with my boil? You don't have to do that. Okay. Anyway, what do you, I just what do you need you here? Where am I again? <laughs> the Nielsen Television Rating Company? Yes, yes, yes. A lot of people are calling me Oldberg. Okay. They're saying to me, Bill, you should move to the Lower East Side. Eat a bagel and read the paper every morning. You know? Yeah. Read the New Yorker. I should... Be friends with Fran Leibowitz, right? Uh -huh. I still want to be in ring, baby. I'm not trying to Woody Allen myself and play the flute on the so, Upper East Side. I just, just to be fear, clear, fear. Just, yeah. to, just to be clear, sir, you're call, you're calling the Nielsen Television Rating Company that counts how yes, many people I'm here watch in front of you on the TV phone shows. To you, yeah, I know. It's an echo. There's a terrible echo happening. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to complain that people are saying yeah. you're not Jewish enough. Yes. I no. Yes. No. No. Oh, oi Kavelt. Oi Kavelt. No, what I'm saying is that I'm here to see if raw ratings went up when I'm on TV or if I'm a or if I'm Dunsky, a nobody. Oh, no, they you definitely know? no, they a definitely do go up. on my Friday Shabbat loafers. You are not a schmeckle on your Friday Shabbat loafers. Yo, you know they, that expression? You know that classic expression? I don't. I'm okay. Catholic. Okay. Oh, are you? Yeah, I am. People think I'm Catholic. <laughs> Nobody thinks you're Catholic, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> Bill, William Catholic. Ezra Goldberg. Is there a Costco around here? Yeah. I'm a member. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for this rating report. All right. Well, anyway, that's how we got the ratings report right. from Goldberg. Uh, that was his conversation down there. But, yeah, uh, uh, it's like – so. Listen, this stuff pops a crowd. Now, that all being said, to Newman's point, I do think the elite have established themselves as characters who, like, they're a little bit of, like, goofy frat dudes, right? They're, like, goofy like that. So, like, they would dress up like Ghostbusters, right, on Halloween, right. you know? Right. And and it, 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 it was, it was also, fun. Also, sorry, not to, not to hammer this point too hard, but, like, what do you mean if WWE did something like this? WWE does literally this all the time. Right. Oh, if WWE did that, you'd complain. They do. Do they, the Thanksgiving bullshit that they do, the fucking hollow, like, it, they, they do this. Right. And so they do do it. And, but also, 
Just because WWE does it and we give shit for it doesn't mean AEW can't do it, and that makes AEW a lesser product if right. they also wrestle and if they do moves that WWE would do. It's not like, you know what I mean? Right. And it's not like WWE gets everything wrong either. Right. So it's a little bit like, all right, whatever. I, I just am always like, what's, what's, what's your point? Like, like, my main question to you is that when you watched it, did you enjoy it? And the thing was, it was fun. The Stay Puft Martial Man swerve with Cowboy, the crowd went insane so for that. The reveal, they went nuts for it, right? Yeah, yeah, because it was a dead serious reveal. Dressed <laughs> yeah. like the fucking... Just like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is just classic. That's classic comedy. Yeah, it was an effective end to a yeah. uh, 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 the show. I thought it was a good time. Um, so anyway, I don't know. I just wanted to address that, but it was really fun. And uh, Hangman is in a nice zone. Gave that great speech a couple weeks back, but then... Uh, his promo was really good, his, his best promo, and then, the, you know, the heat for his match, it seems to be, for Full Gear, everyone's pretty pumped for it. By the way, Full Gear will watch together in the Kalzoom Thunderdome. Um... Alright, let's move on over to Bray Wyatt for a second, who is now a free agent, has removed the WWE uh, from his Twitter handle or whatever. Um, I read this weird report, by the way. It said that Bray wanted to do a live version of Firefly Funhouse. He wanted to play a character who was the Firefly Funhouse. And there was, like, sketches of the costume. I was like, like what? He uh, was the Funhouse? Like, I think he wanted to play, like, FFH. So that he is the Firefly Funhouse as a wrestler or something. It's very odd. That doesn't seem real. That seems like some Mark's fever dream. Right. Very odd. That's a um, Tulo's fever dream. But... He he, uh, well, let's have Tulo. Actually, Tulo wants to respond to this quick. Um, what the fuck? And so much more musical. Like the more you listen to it. <laughs> Do you see what I see? All right. Folks, um, I'm uh, well, I was looking up memes while I was going through it, but uh, all right, yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, I got a couple, I got a couple, uh, I got a couple of memes here, but uh, yeah, so Bray Wyatt teases reband to Wyndham ahead of his WWE contract non compete clause. Um, so Bray Wyatt, I don't know, people are saying he's gonna go to Impact, it was so interesting, right. Yeah, do you see that happening. What proof of this do we have? Uh, I, it's just the dirts, but uh, I mean, Impact, the most ironically named wrestling promotion of all time. Uh, it, it would be, I don't think, a good spot for him. Um, I don't know if like, I don't know how it would affect it, but the ROH, ROH going under might affect some things as far as like. The talent pool now getting very deep uh, in sort of like free agency. Um, I, yeah, I, I hope he doesn't. I hope he does the right thing and goes to AEW. I hope so too. I mean, what the fuck? Like, I, I'm not gonna watch Impact for Ever. just Bray Wyatt, even though I love Bray Wyatt. So I right. mean, they'd have to give him a lot of money too. I mean, right? But holy shit, AEW. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I guess we'll see. I'm really, I'm really curious. There seems to be. I'm not seeing any kind of like 
the I don't see anything that looks like legit to even read. No. The one thing that I would say too is like I think a lot of the one of the reasons why the whole impact thing might be bullshit is uh a lot of it was sort of supposition based on like Braun Strowman going there. Right. But he's not really there. He just did an E C three match. He just did like an E C three cinema verite fucking thing. Right. Um and so yeah, I don't know. I I a testament to the man, Wyndham, that I literally cannot not since Malachi Black am I like more you know, excited to find out what somebody's about to do. Right. Uh, there's a question from the group if we want to is it that segue. I, I was gonna oh, all right, go, go, do it. I was gonna read a thing, but yeah, let's, let's, let's um, jump with some questions. It is, let's see. Oh, basically, okay, so this is from Stu's Wood, creator of the eco-friendly title. Yes. Uh, with Bray's non-compete expiring on eleven twenty or in 10-29, would you like to see him return to wrestling as a character closer to Swamp Cult leader, fi- uh, Funhouse Fiend, or something entirely different? I, 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 the interesting thing is, like, I wouldn't mind if you went back to Fedora Bray and kind of nailed that. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind Lantern, right? Like, a version of that. But I feel like he's not going to want to do that, you know? Right. Because he's going to want to be, like, fresh. Um, and The Fiend was was kind of, like, the, in the ashes of Bray, of of the Bray Wyatt Lantern character, right? Like, right. they were intertwined in a way. So he probably wants to just kind of, like, start fresh, right? You know? Right. But I don't know. If I'm him, I don't – I probably don't start fully fresh. I probably bring, like, my, my lore in and do, like, you know – uh, go for more long-term storytelling. I think that's kind of the move, and and I mean, like, and acknowledge the firing as part of his like his uh, like transformation, right? Right. And I mean, like the uh, not to you know c- continue to put Malachi Black on a pedestal, but like he did it. He brought all of his lore with him. The, even the eye, like he he retained an injury from WWE in character into AEW, so. Uh, I don't think it would hurt Bray to to bring in stuff from WWE, um, uh, and so I, WWE, I yeah, like pe- people's WWE runs are like in the in the kayfabe of your AEW run, like right. uh, pretty uh, overtly, you know. Yeah, and seamlessly. Like um, I think I would be leaning more towards him being more Swamp Cult leader or something entirely different, um, as because I think they have to be careful about how many sort of like I am the line between good and evil spooky boys that they have, right? They already have Malachi, who is like the best one right now. Um, and you wouldn't want to like cannibalize the the sort of like the gimmick at all. right? So like being more like a swamp cult leader, I think would be f- different enough from Malachi Black's character to where he could still be spooky, but it, it wouldn't, Get so sweaty, you know, in the in the similarities. Oh, he's gonna be sweaty, bro. I mean, of course, he's a big he's boy, a big sweaty boy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I'm just excited to see where he goes. I mean, what, do we see him this week? I, I hope we see him on Dynamite, right? I mean, like, yeah. uh, oh, man, I, I would love AEW is becoming so much more of a one stop shop for wrestling that it's they need. Here's how it goes down. Yeah. Um, 
somebody's in the ring. Maybe it's like Pac or something. The lights right. go out. Oh, that bastard! It's Malachi. Yeah, it's Malachi Black when the lights Ugh. come back on, right? And then he deals with Pac or whatever. Then the lights go out again, and you think it's going to be like Malachi Black disappearing, but when they come back on, it's Bray Wyatt. Yeah, and then they go back out like quickly, and then he's gone. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how they how he how they differentiate the two if they're both in AEW, you know? Right. Which, which I imagine Bray. I, I don't believe he's going to. I I believe we'll see him in AEW. You know, I, I don't think he's going to pass up on going to AEW. Yeah. You know, and he's a guy who probably probably could throw him pretty high up pretty quick. You know. Oh yeah. Um. All right, let's switch on over and talk about uh, the uh, the uh, probably like match of the week. Yeah. Which I would say is uh, Brian Danielson Eddie Kingston match is a fucking blast. Holy shit! Um, yeah. Holy shit! It's on. It's the first match on Rampage. Brian Danielson. I mean, Daniel Bryan is just one of. The, he's just so deeply one of my guys. He's just a guy you cannot deny. And he'll always have these like weird lulls because he's not really a gr- he. He has a weird. He's just not. A, we always talk about it. He's just not a traditional talent, you know. He right. doesn't captivate in a in a way that's like a classic entertainer. And sometimes he has. He can be like a little like cheese, you know, in a weird way. He can come off like just like a corny ass dad. Right. But at the same time, man, like if you watch him closely. He really is like so fucking awesome, and it gets it right so much. He is Eddie Kingston promo. I think it was just on social media. Yeah, the the face to face where he's like, "Yo, you're like a fat shit, essentially, right?" Yeah. He's like Eddie, like you got all the talent in the world. It kills me. Like you're never been a champion because like you're like I only wrestle and I don't right. work on my body, <laughs> right? Right. Like it's like he called that out, and then I love too that he was like, "I'm angry at you for that." Like it's it's I'm, Daniel it's Bryan so is dis- such he's yeah. kind of like the most pure wrestler now. Like that's kind right. of his new gimmick. He's like he's a wrestling. Uh, he's almost wearing like a beret, like a metaphoric right. beret. Like right. he's a wrestling purist, right? Right. And he's like, "I'll go any style. I love uh, the the chess." Of wrestling, you know, I wear a blank T-shirt, you know, like right. just a where's a white T-shirt. I wear it out to the ring, and so the way he calls out Eddie is perfect. Like that, it's like, hey, here's why Eddie. Here's my problem with you is that like in terms of if you were a wrestling purist, you would not just be relying on your mic and your and the fact that you can go in ring. You'd worry about like what you look like and your conditioning, and you'd probably be way better for it, you know. Right. And then when you watch the match and they're beating the shit out of each other, it's like. He's probably right. I mean, Eddie had all the tools. If he Eddie could have been WWE champion, dare I say, with the yeah. charisma that he has on Mike. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, at least like an intercontinental champion, but he's big enough, you know, right. that if he actually got in shape to be a pro wrestler, you know, yeah. and be in the big leagues, he has the main tool. His character, Mike. Right. He has like the main the thing that all these guys wish they had. It's so true. And then he also has a love for the sport. The sky was the limit for him. He just needed to look the part. It just is what it is. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of Samoa Joe. Yeah. 
Samoa Joe luckily falls into the like big fat guy husky territory, right. which kind of like works for his character. But Eddie's right. in that he's one of those in between guys where it's like either get huge, which is not the move for him. The right. move for him was to be. Uh, Why like are you a, saying a, was? Well, is I mean he's probably close to forty, right? Mm. I mean, doesn't matter. I I I I, I interpret it as Eddie Kingston is having his moment now, so writing him off is stupid. Yeah, he's uh, thirty nine. Uh, so you're right. I shouldn't say was. He's got tons of life left in him, you know? Yeah. It's 100% true. Like, he's only 39 years old. He could do tons of shit. I just mean, it felt like Daniel Bryan was saying, like, we all went, the subtext was, like, me and Mox, your boys, went to WWE and became right. the champion. And right. you and you have what we have. We just worked harder, you know? Right, 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 right. I think right. that's what he was saying. But, yeah, he could win the AEW championship. But, uh, totally. But anyway, the match. I mean, Daniel Bryan is uh becoming Donnie Redchest. I think. Oof. He's got the Rudolph the Red Nose uh, reindeer, like the nose on his Harry his... Hamburger chest. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. He Daniel Bryan is winning these matches, but taking a beating. Like, if you don't <laughs> compare him and CM Punk, the CM Punk matches are, you know, CM Pardon Punk. Me. You're excused. CM Punk moving. It's a constant conversation but see a puck moving slow you know yeah 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 see a puck moving slow cm punk matches have not been anything outstanding i just say who cares cm punk will be fine right he just needs a few there's no there's, it's not it's, it's like a pointless conversation like also like, i have like one of the easiest jobs in the world right. and i take if i if i'm off for three days in a row i come back i'm like i don't i don't fucking know how to do anything anymore so yeah. like you take seven years off from doing one of the hardest jobs in the world you, you know okay a little rusty <laughs> like relax uh totally but anyway uh, motherhood Moxley. firefighter professional wrestler hardest jobs in that order motherhood fatherhood firefighter <laughs> professional wrestler all right i mean i disagree i think it's hard to be a dog walker i put that number two and then and then i agree the rest of the list uh <laughs> Moxley still doing dope shit. Uh, Britt Baker as well. Oh, my God. Britt Baker, Abaddon. Britt Baker, what? She fell on tax, right? She took Again, tax spot? She like a rock bottom to the tax, yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. Eeks out a win, though. Still the champ. Abaddon is so scary. Yeah. Abaddon's a little too scary for me. Oh, yeah. The eyes get me. The, her eyes shit. She, uh, Mark was, Henry no-selling the fucking blood. Did you see that? No, what do you do? There was like a before the match like interview. They're in like different rooms or whatever. And like yeah. Mark Henry's like, well, Abaddon, do you have anything to say? And she just like blood falls out of her mouth. Oh, and, she, yeah. and she's like seething. And he's like, well, <laughs> I don't think Abaddon has a comment. Britt Baker, what's he <laughs> like completely on like no selling he, he, it? He, uh, uh, Mark Henry's really bad with the announcing. I don't really like him. Yeah. I mean, he's fine on commentary, but he does it. They putting him in the almost like the Kayla Braxton role. Yeah. And when he does that, I really don't like it. No. Well, he comes off like a sort of like a principal, like uh, doing some like uh, um, get well soon video for like a, a fellow teacher where it's like, we all miss you around the office. Take your time to get better. We'll see you when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> There's always like a lot of value in in um 
in having that role be someone who's like um a little meek, you know? Like yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. it would be like uh Michael Cole or like even, right. you know, someone like Caleb Braxton or something. Like, because yeah, you're like a, a pencil neck geek. Yeah, because you kind of like you can freak them out. But when it's Mark Henry and he's no selling scary shit, it kind of makes sense. But it's not it's not your best for business, you know? Right. Um, but Moxley's like biting the he was biting the face of ten in that uh, tournament. Yeah, that was fucking sick. So what are we looking at now? We're looking at Daniel Bryan versus Mox. That's still that seems to be where they're still headed. Yeah. Right, because it's gonna be Orange Cassidy Moxley. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe Arch Cass ekes out a win, and then it's Daniel Bryan versus... I don't know. No. I think the only way Orange Cassidy ekes out a win is if uh, uh, Moxley has, like, a shoot injury or something. <laughs> like, there's no way. Oh, it's Daniel Bryan is already in the finals. Yeah, yeah it's so going to be Mox. Right. Yeah. Uh, yo, Andrade's got to get new gear. I mean, or it'll I, be. I hate that gear Andrade has. The like breakaway suit. Oh, I didn't notice it. He wears like a pinstripe suit and he breaks away the top. Yeah. And then he wrestles kind of in the in the like suit pants. So it's like, oh, he's oh, still wearing yeah. the suit. It looks so bad. Like he's no, got to he just get trunks on. He looks, yeah. he looks good, great physique. It's not good gear for him at all. I don't know what. Oh, if you're in good shape, just don't don't cover your whole self up. If you're in good shape, don't wear pants. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, simple. Very simple. Uh, um, ever, <laughs> never, ever, 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 ever wear pants. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's let's get to see what, what other questions we got. Man, I, we we are fucking hurting. I, I am, <laughs> I'm so fucking tired. I could I that. could literally I, fall asleep at, <laughs> in this moment. Yeah, but it's hilarious because the thing I'm gonna do right when we end this episode, I'm gonna go and put on wrestling. Probably, like, well, I'm gonna go in bed and just put on wrestling. That's going to be my lazy Sunday activity. Uh, <laughs> oh, here's the other big news. That's literally on the top of my list. Ring of Honor shut down. Yeah. You saw that? Yes. So that's interesting. They're doing kind of a, like a ROH 2.0 thing or at least lying about it, like that they're going to come back and rebrand, you know? Yeah. I uh, I don't think they will. I think they're done. Um, yeah. I don't even know who. I don't watch Ring of Honor because they're owned by Sinclair Broadcasting. Which is a literal far right propaganda network. Really? Yes. And so I don't pay them any mind. Uh, uh, so if they get away from that, I might actually watch the product. All right. I I, I don't know what they're. I mean, I, I I part of me just thinks they're not reopening. You know what I mean? They're not. You you give away your whole roster. It's oh, interesting. Like, what? Brody King was an ROH talent. Yes. So now, he can come over with Malachi and be a tag team, which could be really interesting. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, who else did we get? Oh, EC3, but he does impact. Uh, the Briscoes, who gives a shit? Uh, Briscoes are pretty good, actually. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, like, that crazy about them, but they're, they're actually pretty good. Uh, yeah, who else is in ROH? I mean, the big... Uh, the, the main guy I want to see come over to, I would love to see Moose. I mean, I know he's an impact guy, but he's a guy I really want to see wrestle in AEW. But, like, can a guy like that size, I feel like he kills the whole thing. Like, he's way too big 
for he's way too big to be wrestling a lot of the top talents of AEW. Like AEW is shadily. They got a lot their their top guys are like not huge. So but right. they all they all wrestle each other. So they kind of have a nice way to hide. You put in a guy like Moose who's like what is he like 6'6"? Six, six? He's a huge. Absolutely huge man. Yeah. That would be crazy. Uh Is Eddie Kingston going to be the one to end the happy go lucky CM Punk and have him go back to the pipe bomb guy? Hmm. You saying that Eddie Kingston this is from Josh Temperley. Are we saying that Eddie Kingston is going to go have like a heel run against CM Punk? That could be interesting. You have Mike, Mike against Mike. I just feel like Eddie mm-hmm. Kingston is a pretty stern. He's a pretty like solid babyface at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I'm not sure that Eddie Kingston turning anytime soon. I, I don't even know if that would even be effective. You know? Yeah. And I think the last thing AEW needs is like un, more unclear heel babies like they have so much gray area going on right now it's like Britt baker is essentially a face right right um cody is a heel right essentially but 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 listed as baby uh uh i guess the elite they do read as heels the, the crowd does like boo them you know mm-hmm. um I had another great example of a gray area guy in AEW, but yeah, it 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 it, it, it seems to happen. Um, uh, all right, what's another question? Oh, actually, I gotta. <laughs> I'm actually gonna go to the memes before we die. Before we die, Before I die here. Yeah, but yeah. I'm gonna yeah. have to show these uh, on my phone here because uh, <laughs> because we don't have Phil. Well, here's the thing. This is a picture. It says, the one friend who always flips the bird in otherwise nice photos. Oh, meme corner. Oh, my God. How could I How could I forget? How could I motherfucking forget? Meme corner. <laughs> all right. I don't feel like doing it today. Guys, fuck you. All right. I'm, we're so hungover from Halloween. We partied, though. We were drinking mad Trulies. By the way, the Trulies that we had from Vegas, are still. I still have a full fridge of Trulies. We partied. We did a little yoki, karaoke on the porch. We went to a party. It was great. Uh, all right, here. Here's the meme. That one friend always flips the bird in otherwise nice photos. It's like this picture is just Stone Cold. <laughs> it's the NWO, but Stone Cold. It's, it, by the way, this is just less of a meme. Just cool. It's a cool picture. Yeah. Look at that. Is that real? It looks photoshopped. It looks real. They're all like kind of touching. Right. Oh, maybe. Wait, maybe? Oh wait, is he wearing a Bullet Club T-shirt? That would mean, yeah. Oh, is that photoshopped? I was like, oh wow, that's awesome. So, well, all right, whatever. Here's a uh, says you can't unsee this. This is a uh, Seth Rollins Corella Deville. Uh, 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 look at that. Very funny. That's a very. Uh, this is actually well, who a fo- sent that? This is oh, actually Fox. A Fox meme. It's yeah. like kind of. It's a little Boomer. bit of a cheese meme. Boomer but meme. But it's a cheese meme. But if you look at it, Seth. It does stretch. have this crawl Deville vibe. And also just, I was looking at it, and the reason I saved it, I was like, it's time for him to burn it down again, right? I mean, do yeah. we all agree? Yes. He lost the whole feud with Edge, right? I think they're kind of moving on from that. This one is weird. This one says, if, I wonder if anyone will understand this, but it's so obvious what this is. Wu-Tang. Well, fuck it. Fucking Wu-Tang. This is, if, I wonder if anyone would understand this. Uh, of course every, every meme you've shown to the camera has been in, invisible. That's fine. Uh, here, look at this one. This one's bad funny. It's your Tupperware for the rest of its lifetime after you filled it with tomato sauce. 
and then it's fucking like, oh, <laughs> it's a wrestler. It's Cody, all uh, all like with the red hue uh, from, from 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 blading. That's true. That's bad funny, right? Yeah, that does <laughs> that, happen. Uh, here's Stone Cold drinking at twenty one versus drinking at uh, thirty five, and it's. <laughs> in the ring, like when he would have like just a mound of beers and, and just swim open in them, it. And yeah. swim in them, and then there's him just drinking wine in like Napa Valley at at, at fifty. I don't know why it says thirty five, but he's not thirty five by any yeah. means. But no. that's fine for meme purposes. I'm gonna let it go, folks. I'm gonna let it go. Uh, all right, that's all the memes I had. That's all, all the right. I probably have more, but I can't even get through my phone today here, everybody. So. Uh, the another match that was very fun was the Hikaru Shida Serena Deeb match, which was a feud that they kind of uh, interpret for the women. They're trying to get uh, uh, tried to get over, and I think it is. People are into that. Uh, I think this was their second match. That was dope. Uh, Serena Deeb of the Straight Edge Society. Speaking of yeah. CM Punk, CM Punk wrestled Bobby Fish. That was this week. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Fish turned forty-five. And uh, so, is, do you think is, is Bobby Fish in WWE? I mean, in no. AEW, like is he, so. is he is he all lead or is he just kind of doing like a little bit of a run here? It's just I think he's just doing a little bit of a run. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, I don't even know what is the next w- oh Survivor Series pay per view. It's like holy shit, WWE it's probably today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know what it is because we're doing a show. I'll be more excited for my show. It's the week before. Uh, I think it's the week weekend. Full gears the weekend before Survivor Series, so that'll be cool. But let's look at the card right now. So it looks like we're gonna have Moxley Danielson for the number one contender match. So that's probably a way they're gonna get Daniel Bryan back in the title picture against Kenny, which is interesting because does Kenny retain over Hangman? Man, if you're in this position, do you think you do have? Somehow Kenny win, but he schmazzes it up. He, he mm-hmm. retains, and then you do the triple threat: Brian Danielson, Hangman Kenny, triple threat at the next thing. Um, do you want to see that triple threat? Do you want to see Danielson, Omega, Hangman? Yeah, I would. I don't know if can Hangman hang. I think Hangman would win that match, but you get that rematch. The thing is, if, I'm just so curious what they do about Brian Danielson, Kenny Omega, like for the title. I mean. There's a chance. I'm starting to think Kenny retains, but I don't know. Hangman's so over. Could be interesting. Britt Baker, Tay Conti. Britt Baker's going to retain. Inner Circle versus uh, America Top Team. So that'll be a fun match because that'll have, like, that's going to have, like, Bosby Doll in it. That'll be a good time. Lucha Bros versus FTR for the title. I mean, that'll be a sick match. I wish it was in a cage or something. That'd be fun. Uh, Darby versus MJF. So a good pay-per-view. This 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 is, this is good. This pay per view is nice. It's definitely one that I'm not I'm not as insane about as some of the other ones, but it's gonna be a fucking great show. Yeah, Danielson or, or Moxley. That's pretty. I mean, that's full WWE. That's gonna be. Insane. Yeah, but that's gonna be so good. Yeah, those, they're just gonna beat the shit out of each other. Let's see how many years Daniel Bryan has yet left wrestling like this. Fucking yeah. God bless him. I mean, from what I understand, though, from yeah. like reading like what he said about his injury, like it really did seem. It seems like he is f- totally fine, and that seems WWE to have not lost a step, was, right? Yeah, and that WWE was just being overly, overly cautious for some reason, right? Uh, for like the first time in their history. But like, 
uh, yeah, he seems to be completely fine. So I'm not worried about him. Right, 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 right. Um, I'm seeing that. Uh, I want to read. I forgot about this, but Charlotte, Charlotte Flair had some beef. She seems to be, you know, Charlotte Flair seems to be. Uh, um, oh, see, Shotzi debuted at SmackDown, by the way. Oh, nice. And uh, but Charlotte Flair seems to be having so much problems with WWE backstage. It's it, you know in the sheets. Uh, but where where was the thing she got in trouble? She had like a a fight backstage with Sonya. Let's see. Are you yeah, getting here. worked? Maybe. It's been talk of the wrestling world Saturday since the reportedly top to they had a heated confrontation following a very awkward and awful closing segment past Friday night SmackDown. People quick to forget that there was a third woman in the ring. Okay, hold on, let's see this. Sonya Deville. The Lynch confrontation took place in the grill position. A full view of Vince and Bruce Pritchard. Oh, okay. All right. Sonya Deville joined Becky Lynch in most of the locker room and being furious with Charlotte Flair and how she conducted herself during the segment. Deville was even so mad that she thought she was mad enough to fight with Flair. The Lynch confrontation took place in the gorilla position in full view of Vince and Bruce. Among others and received the lion among others and received the lion's share of attention initially. But Lynch was not the only person upset with Flair. Two different sources said Sonya Deville as mad enough to want to fight Flair and at one point also having an argument with Flair backstage at SmackDown. Uh Okay. No information is no. conveyed in, in that sentence no. or those sentences. The fuck does that mean? How did she behave in that se- in that segment? Uh, I I was reading something that Charlotte was really pissed off about. She, they did a title swap. They did the Raw title for the SmackDown title because of the draft. Right. Um, and then she was really she didn't like the way it went down. She also wanted to get beat by clean by Bianca, so she was mad. She wants to get Bianca over Charlotte. Right. She's a huge Bianca fan. And so I, that was, I was reading that she was pissed that Vince wouldn't let her lose to Bianca. Right. That she had to bury Bianca. Because uh, she's probably like, oh, I want to build up my opponents, you know? Right, more. right, right, right. Uh, da, da, da. So here, with both Lynch, here it says, uh, his, but yeah, they switched titles, but like, here, here, here. Um, I want to see this beef. Hold on. Let's see. I'm looking up one more time. Beef. So I read, heated backstage. This is a bleacher report. Okay. Uh, so not quite the dirts, but not the, quite the dirts. Uh, yeah. So Flair had concern that her segment, this swapping of the titles, would make her Raw Women's Championship reign look weak. Charlotte was supposed to hand Lynch the Raw Women's title, and Lynch was supposed to hand Charlotte smack that title, but it reportedly didn't go according to plan. According to the Flair wasn't supposed to throw the belt on the mat, and Lynch wasn't supposed to throw her belt at Charlotte. Lynch, this is what I read. Yeah, Lynch reportedly took issue with the Flair trying to make her look bad during the second segment. Um. They're supposed to play cat and mouse with the title, putting away from Becky. But once you get to grab it, but the belt ended up falling on the mat instead. McCarthy also noted that Charlotte and Becky have a strained relationship, previously being close friends due to 2018 promo, which Lynch, Lynch called Flair plastic. After the segment, Flair reportedly walked past Gorilla position without speaking to Vince, who didn't didn't sit well with Vince. Flair reported left immediately to catch a flight <laughs> uh, to be with her fiance Andrade. Uh, and then Andrade tweeted out F U W W E. Oh no. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Uh <laughs> Okay, yeah. The segment got back on track when Sasha Banks showed up to confront Charlotte, at which point Lynch left and walked to the back. Before Lynch left, she teased facing either Flair or Banks at Survivor Series next month. 
Uh, wow. Yeah. Charlotte, I don't know. The reason I'm even focusing on I is don't, that Charlotte has this strange relationship with WWE, but they keep throwing the title on her because she rules. And, I don't uh, believe well, how any much of work? that actually happened. <laughs> Not a goddamn thing right. is real about what that is. <laughs> There's no fucking way yeah. that Becky Lynch or that Charlotte Flair got all upset because Becky Lynch said something mean about her in a promo. There's no fucking way that like Becky Lynch would get upset with Charlotte because she like threw the title at like there's no fucking it's such mark bullshit. Right. No. Right. Uh anyway, whatever. It's worth noting cuz I'm just so curious what's going on with Charlotte cuz she if, she, if I'm getting worked, I do have this feeling that she seems to be like a little like quote unquote unhinged right now, and it's kind of cool, but not drawing me to watch WWE product, you know? No, it just uh, makes me want her to go to AEW. <laughs> yeah, the only thing I, what's going on with WWE right now, it looks like, is we're getting a Seth Big E feud. Yeah, so that could be cool, but I just think they're gonna feed heel Seth to Big E, and then he'll go baby after in time for maybe the Rumble. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm guessing happens here. But fuck, man. Does WWE need work on their shit at this point? I mean, Jesus Christ. Undoubtedly. Who gives a shit about Survivor Series? Like, who who could care? Like, about the actual Survivor Series match or pay-per-view, you know? No. I don't know what it is. And then what? who is Reigns feuding with right now? Anybody? Nobody. <laughs> I think he's saying no one's on my level, right? Because you had that great meme. <laughs> Where it said like, <laughs> "Yo, no one's on my level." I sma- no, I done was, smashed was, everybody, yeah. right? Yeah, I done smashed everybody. They were all scared. Don't nobody <laughs> want anymore. And you're like, "This is a uh, me lying to my therapist about, my about how life. my love life is going." Yeah, yeah. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't know. The rain. They got a real issue here going with the reins. What? Who the hell can wrestle Roman Reigns next? We, we always talk about it. I don't. I don't uh here let's see what, what are you doing <laughs> i mean once you clear brock it really is like the upper stratosphere like there's not really a believable threat to you anymore brock brock got uh suspended now so now right yeah oh man anyway all right we're gonna go fucking heal up i mean let's see do we got yeah, another Jesus. question to grab here uh yeah we talked about that already but you uh about roh shutdown good question though we already kind of said it um, here it says, in light of Chucky appearing on NXT, who, in your opinion, is the best celebrity to ever appear on a wrestling program? Even though all of them are, even though a lot of them are actually bad. I mean, the best ones are like the Rondas and like Bad Bunnies, like the guys who come in and like do the work. Right. Those are always the best guys, right? Yeah, yeah, like it's like they come in and they're like living, they're they're respecting it fully. And so the first people that come to mind are like Ronda, who I, I you know, arguably just became a WWE wrestler, so whatever. Right. I would even make the argument for David Arquette. Oh, yeah, Arquette, baby. Arquette. Well, listen, Arquette has a, you know, a new scream coming out, so maybe he'll get back in the ring. Maybe WWE will bring him back. That'd be great. I watch. What do they do? Arquette Goldberg in Saudi? Yep. Yo, I was making this point that Mansoor, I don't know if I said this on an episode yet, but Mansoor should wrestle Roman at the next Saudi show. Not even, yeah. a, not even a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and yo, and he's win. He's so good in, in Saudi. Yeah, like that's the only in kayfabe of WWE. That you saw is, that meme is, I sent, right? Where what? it was it was Gilberg and it was Mansoor in the United States, and then it was a picture of Goldberg. Yeah, it said Goldberg. Mansoor in Saudi Arabia. Oh uh, yeah, Mansoor. 
uh, <laughs> Mansoor has just special powers there. He's like uh, like Superman, the proximity to the sun when he's right. on Earth. You know Peak. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just really close to the soil, the Saudi soil. It, it drives him. Anyway, everybody, uh, we'll be at bonus episode coming out Friday. Uh, we'll talk AW Dynamite, answer your questions, join the Discord, post your questions. They go on the both the bonus episodes and the normal, uh, uh, the regular episodes in the pod questions tab. Get your tickets for Survivor Series show. DZ and friends, we're gonna have a fucking great time. I have a bunch of special guests, and the cow title will be on the line. I will announce. Well, I'm thinking it'd be, uh, you know, about who I'm going to be wrestling this week. So that's going to be exciting for everybody. And uh, Newman, let's go get, let's go uh, get, get some greasy food. Get uh, be well rested. And uh, everybody, keep watching wrestling. Kisses.